1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to everybody's favorite new show on the Red Pill Project. This is Morning Coffee with Andrea and Vince. My name is Vince Tagliavia, and I'm here with my partner in truth. Uh, I always do the wrong way. Andrea Kraft, everybody. Woo! We are just your average Joe, your average Jane from the United States of America. The country where our hearts are. And we are here to learn and grow with you guys. Go over the news and events of the morning. Share our thoughts and opinions. And this is uh, followed by Joshua Reeds. Uh, Stringing of the Pearls and Evaluation of the Unfolding Global Conspiracy. Tonight, 5.30pm Pacific. So, uh, that's kind of what we do here at Threadful Project. We like to stay informed. We like to do... Show after show after show. And uh, yeah, so that's what we're doing here. We're doing news. We cover everything from finance to world news to U.S. news, health, science, whatever it is. We're going to talk about it. We go into the morning. We sift through all of the uh, news, and we pick a few things to discuss and get into and uh, share with you all so you can know what's going on as you start your days and uh, get into it so uh andrea good morning how you doing it's a beautiful day mm-hmm. september 20th 2022
2: it is it is um, not super beautiful here but it's cloudy and cold but that's okay because yeah. we're here and uh that's what makes it a beautiful morning i suppose but yeah
1: yeah i mean at least you know
2: we woke here. up yeah we woke up <laughs> we
1: didn't pull a queen Move. this is
2: true i'm not ready for that
1: yet no so it's all good uh i'm happy to be back if you guys for missed yesterday's show we were on a hiatus for a while typically we would run every day so from now on we will be running every day monday through friday 8:30 p.m pacific morning coffee we're very excited uh we love it we love you guys and we appreciate you guys tuning in sharing liking and doing all those things so please keep it up uh, I just want to look. I want to thank everybody on Facebook for tuning in. Um, we have Tiffany over there sending blessings to us. Thank you so much, Tiffany. We appreciate it. Uh, and hello to all the new viewers as well. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, It's only the 20th indeed. And yep. good morning. Randy's on. Hey, man.
2: I know. It's been a while. He's like my neighbor. Not yeah. really. But
1: well, kind yeah. of.
2: Him. In Montana speak, he's my neighbor. You know, he's not six (laughs) hours away.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a neighbor.
2: Yeah, everything is very far apart here. (laughs) That's okay. That's one of the things I love about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's probably better that way.
2: Yeah, it kind of is.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But man, things are freezing over here in Washington State, too. Uh, It was like 50 degrees this morning, and I'm still... I think we're that. supposed to
2: have a day or two of kind of cooler weather, and then um, it's supposed to kind of warm back up in the 70s. So, you know, typical late summer, early fall weather.
1: Yeah, I can't complain, though. We're not in a flood like some of the world is or has been.
2: True. It
1: can always be worse, but yep. we're here. You guys are here, so let's get into it. We're going to talk about finance to start off with. We're not finance professionals or anything by any means. But I think we have a pretty good grasp between the two of us to give you guys a substantial uh, coverage of the finance. Just briefly, nobody likes finance except nerds like me and some other viewers. But uh, we like to cover it first thing, get it out of the way so we could get into the nitty gritty of everything else. Yep.
2: So, I find it somewhat fascinating if boring, I guess.
1: It's important. It is. Boring. It's very important. It could be interesting, but right it, now it's not fun.
2: No. I thought I guess what I find interesting about it is the manipulation of it, that it's that it's the most interesting. Yeah.
1: yeah, let's see how crooked and corrupt things are today. <laughs> What's going well, on? Well,
2: today it, everything is very red. <laughs> very red.
1: Yeah, the markets are not happy, are they? Oops, I don't know no. what I'm doing. Um the S&P 500 is down almost one percent. The Dow is down one percent. Nasdaq is down half a percent. Oil's down one and a half percent, eighty-four dollars to forty-five cents. Gold, I kind of want to pull up the longer gold chart. We haven't been uh, looking at this in about a month and a half, so let's look at the one-month chart. Gold has steadily—let me make it bigger for you guys. Gold has steadily been uh, declining over the last month. This is a three-month chart. Yeah so let and isn't one. it
2: interesting that as the economy declines so does gold it's weird i think when that on purpose it should be going up it should be doing the opposite so like your precious metals in theory should do the opposite of what your paper money is doing so as stocks go down and money declines the precious metals should in theory go up but they're not everything is going down crypto's down gold and silver yeah. are down stocks are down like it doesn't make any sense there's nothing that's going up in replacement of that
1: and it makes me wonder if they're doing that to scare people away from investments in uh, assets like physical gold and silver Mm -hmm. Um, I I
2: absolutely think they are
1: it's like how low are they going to make it go Um, scare everybody out of their investments
2: well you know here's the thing about it is, is regardless of how manipulated it is um, there are certain things that are just always a good investment. and Silver and gold is one of those, you know, even if they're manipulating the price lower, that's not necessarily a bad thing for us. You know, with gold being at $1,674, you know, a couple months ago, it was a $2,000, right? Oh, yeah.
1: It's so not that
2: I have $2,000 to spend on a tiny amount of gold, but, um, you know, for people that are looking at and investing and stuff like that, like, it's a good investment and if you can buy things while they're on sale you know it's like buying clothes at walmart we all we all know they're only gonna last you know one season maybe but um you still buy those you know 3.99 tank tops when they're on sale
1: yeah (laughs) true and you know for those of you who do want are interested in gold and silver and this kind of thing and this also does support the red pill project You could go to uh, getgoldtoday.com, which is our friend Dr. Kirk Elliott, and he could help you invest and diversify your investments in things like gold and silver and whatnot. Getgoldtoday.com if you want to check that out. Uh, We appreciate it. You could get a free consultation there, too. If you go to getgoldtoday.com, you could also get their phone number off that website and call them. Check it out. Uh, They'll lay it all out there, see if it's right for you. Um, At the very least, please buy extra food, water, Mm -hmm. water filters, these kinds of things, first aid. Just in case, even in yeah. normal, even 10 years ago, even 20 years ago, that's not a bad thing to do, to have an emergency kit to be ready and uh, prepared for you and your family. So do all that stuff, you guys. It's very, yeah. very important. Um,
2: yeah. Well, exactly. Look at people who bought you know, stockpiles of food two years ago. That food was a lot cheaper, and you got more of it then than you do now with inflation being the way that it is. So, yeah, um, you know. Anything that you can invest your money on that are real world goods and stuff are, are always a good investment.
1: Yeah, I'm hell bent on wood.
2: Wood is good. You have a lot of it where you're at. Me, yeah. not as much.
1: <laughs> yeah, I couldn't imagine. Shoot. It's crazy. My yeah. goodness. All right, one more thing. It's interesting. The Fed started their meeting today, right? Mm-hmm. And I think it goes into Tomorrow. And we will obviously have an update on that tomorrow. Uh, well, I thought I had it. Here, let me pull it up. I do have it here. <laughs> this Yahoo finance article. So Yahoo finance, I do look at their charts in the morning just because they're all laid out there. It's very easy. They're not the best reliable news source. I have to tell you, just like all the other news sources out there, I guess, right guys, fake news everywhere. But this article that they put out, I found to be fairly accurate and good. And so I wanted to share it. The fed is not the stock market's friend right now. Morning brief by Sam Rowe, a contributor. Um, He said that one of the Federal Reserve's most telling statements about markets came from Chair Jerome Powell on June 15th, when the central bank announced its biggest rate hike since 1994. Quote, over the course of this year, financial markets have responded to the general show uh, and have generally shown that they have under that they understand the path we're laying out. Um, he said something worse than that. He said we're going to have to experience pain, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah,
2: right down below that.
1: Some pain to households and businesses, and I, I remember covering this, Andrea. And since mm-hmm. then, it's re- it really has just been pain after pain after pain. Um, yeah. Yeah. This isn't the first time Pal used pain to describe what it might take. To bring down inflation at a wall street journal event on may 17th he said quote there could be some pain involved in restoring price stability why did he say that and they explain it here perfectly uh inflation has been persistently high to get prices under control the fed believes demand has to cool in the economy in order to get demand to cool the fed is pulling the levers of interest rates to tighten financial conditions which make it more expensive for businesses and consumers to finance stuff tighter financial conditions include higher interest rates a stronger dollar and lower stock valuations what does that mean it means if you want to buy a house you're going to have to pay more for a loan if you want to do anything you're going to have to pay more to do it which means less people are going to do it which is going to help stabilize things basically they're taking money out of the market by from us Mm -hmm. they and you know we're gonna have to be select people like me who are poor are gonna have to be selective with what they purchase so i'm not gonna you know be buying um a five hundred thousand dollar house this year i'm gonna have to prioritize other things and that's going to affect the market and it has a
2: cascading effect and the fact that typically when the feds raise interest rates um sentiment for buying houses cools because people are paying more money which drives the cost of housing down And so this is the theory that's behind all of this is that they can stop that inflation by creating less demand. So when there's less demand, the price goes down on things too, because people want to incentivize buying. And so that's how you do that is by lowering the cost of stuff. So your interest rates may be higher, but theoretically the price of housing should go down. And um, this is what's usually happened throughout history. Now we're in such a chaotic state right now with our economy that I'm not sure that that's even enough. And Good point. and everything is so artificially inflated that and artificially manipulated that it's going to take you know not to use the terms of the globalist but kind of a reset of our economy. Um, and when I say that, it doesn't look anything like what what they talk about as far as that great reset goes, right? Yeah. Um, I'm going to hijack our own words back and stuff, and I'm going to use them with terms that everybody can understand that it makes sense and stuff. But it does. The, re- the economy needs to reset, and that needs to happen from time to time. And in the healthy economy, it does. Um, I've read a lot from different economists saying um, that – Recessions are necessary for a healthy economy. Um, you just want to keep the the rate that you're hitting your recession at to a minimum. So balance. Yeah, you want that balance. Things are, have got to go down to come back up. They got to go down to come back up. You got to, that that wave, and there's a healthy spot to be in for that wave. And well, where we're at, where the bubble that we're in right now is so inflated that a normal recession isn't going to do the trick. And I think this is the same thing that they ran into in you know the 20s and the 30s when we suffered from the Great Depression is basically that same thing. And, of course, the government took advantage of that situation and stole people's wealth, and they're trying to do the same thing again.
1: Good point. Spot on. I think you're spot on there. Let us know all your, all of y'all's opinions over there on Rumble and Facebook and everything. We do I do go back and read all those things and appreciate the feedback. So do you agree? Do you disagree with our evaluation? Whether or not you agree or disagree, I want to hear because I'm here to learn. Mm-hmm. Andrea is here to learn. And uh, Josh mentioned this last night, and it's the motto of the Red Pill Project. I don't know if you guys know this is the motto, but he did say it, and that is that uh, we... Uh, in a nutshell it's something along the lines of don't believe anybody tells you no matter what authority they hold or uh, who they are unless you could prove it with your own volition and your own research and are happy with that result so we like to live by that we encourage you guys to do the same because truth is paramount in today's day and age with all the fake news going around and all the bullshit and so uh that's that. And I, and I hope you guys appreciate that as well. So, any feedback, whether it's this or that, we do uh, read and consider. So,
2: and, and you know, health, having a healthy debate and disagreeing on things is not a terrible thing. Our, that's how our world has survived and grown the way that it has. And anymore, the left has gone so far crazy that and they you know with cancel culture and stuff you you don't think you're like oh well i'm on the right that doesn't affect me i'm not canceled but you do without thinking about it um anybody that disagrees with you and i see this a lot from the people on the right and i'm not saying that anybody on this you know on our platform and in our audience is like this but oh cool i thought you you were
1: i thought you were (laughs) hinting towards me i was feeling attacked
2: Yes. If you don't agree with me, Vince, I will cancel you, you know? um, And it's okay. You can disagree with me. You can disagree with Vince. I may disagree with you, but that doesn't mean that we can't have a conversation about stuff, right? That's the problem is that people are, well, if you don't agree with me, I'm not talking to you anymore. And that's, that's the part that's not healthy. We want to make sure that we keep that dialogue open, even if we don't necessarily agree with it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, moving on. Sorry, I have a little bit of background noise, but it'll just be a second here.
2: I can't hear it for whatever it's worth.
1: The listeners hear everything. (laughs) All right, what do you say we get into a little bit of U.S. news?
2: Let's do it
1: we have breaking news out of chicago chicago fire officials are responding to south austin building claps i just saw this this morning i thought it was pretty interesting and i wanted to uh, share it with you andrea and everybody else
2: yeah you know it's sad chicago is pretty much a giant shithole and um it used to be kind of one of the powerhouses but they have like every single weekend there's like 60 people who were shot and killed and I mean, the crime is rampant, poverty is rampant, you know, and this building has probably been abandoned for quite some time, you know. Looks like Um, it, huh?
1: But this whole top level has collapsed. Yeah.
2: And, you know, all you can do is hope that there was nobody in there. Um, Unfortunately, these abandoned buildings like this are rife with homeless squatters and things like that, people who are looking for shelter. Oh, looks like there was an explosion.
1: Yeah. So 43 minutes ago, Insider Paper reported that several people transported to the hospital following explosion and building collapse in South Austin neighborhood in Chicago, Illinois. Holy mackerel. So it was an explosion. This means potentially a terrorist attack, potentially a meth lab. Who knows? You
2: know, it's hard to say because the building owner, in all honesty, could have had this planned to... You know bring this building down
1: pay an antifa um, for some insurance fraud yeah i wouldn't No, do
2: that. not necessarily a lot of times yeah. you have and i think especially you see this more in bigger cities where they have these um what are they called re um where they go in and they fix neighborhoods up i can't remember the name of it right off the top of my head and um building owners will uh, blow up a building you know it's they get the permits and oh. stuff the explosives and do all of that yeah demolition down a yeah demolition so it's planned demolition so sometimes it's planned demolition and then the morning that they set the charges up there's people hiding in the building that they're unaware of so it could be something as simple as that or it could be something you know more sinister like a meth lab blowing up or um some kind of domestic terrorist attack or somebody didn't like somebody and <laughs> so they're like well i'm just gonna bomb you but who knows it's not
1: good though i know that no yeah it's very odd um trump is so hilarious did you see this tweet or his truth from this morning
2: um i just saw it just now oh my
1: gosh you could uh you could read it because i just absolutely love i loved. (laughs) it i had i wanted to share it just for a little positivity this morning
2: (laughs) So it says, a small step for television, a giant step for mankind. Don Lemon, often called the dumbest man on television, having made even LeBron James look smart during their interview two years ago, has been fired from his primetime evening spot on CNN. Extremely low ratings and will be thrown into their Death Valley morning show. I assume this means a big salary cut prior to his complete and total future firing from ratings challenged, to put it mildly, CNN. Good luck, Don. You'll need it. Mega.
1: <laughs> it's funny. so great. And I,
2: I did hear about this yesterday. Dog Lemon got promoted to morning
1: show. <laughs> yeah, what a loser.
2: <laughs> yeah, he is. You know, it's it's a wonder that I honestly don't know how CNN is still even alive. I they the and this isn't the first show that they've scrapped. Um who was the other guy that they um, just recently got rid of, a month or so ago. Uh, I don't know.
1: Some loser. Yeah. I don't,
2: I don't watch CNN, so it's hard for me to keep up on it. Well, but... they
1: canceled CNN Plus, and they're shuffling people around. Yeah. The ratings are just horrendous. It's pretty oh, cool to yeah. watch.
2: Well, it's garbage. You know, yes, honestly, I'd, I'd rather sit and watch flies fly around a garbage can than watch CNN.
1: At least <laughs> you're getting real information watching that. Right.
2: Exactly. <laughs>
1: Oh, man. Yeah, they're obviously given money by people like Soros and the Clintons and all these people that just keep them going to push their agenda and bullshit for the small minority who actually falls for the crap. Anyway, Trump's calling them out. Good for him. And we got the FBI. Yeah. There hasn't been a lot of good FBI news lately, huh?
2: No, they're pretty much uh, well and truly a corrupt organization and the brown shirts of the Biden regime. The whistleblower at the FBI is now creating a false narrative or saying that the FBI is creating a false narrative. They're reclassifying January 6th cases as domestic terrorism and moving agents off of child sex abuse cases. This is
1: horrific. I guess I would assume that because of the classification of the case, they would consider domestic terrorism to be a higher offense as or a higher priority than a child sex abuse case. So they're able to prioritize <laughs> apparently, uh, apparently Brown shirting. I don't know.
2: Yeah. But, you know, what they're really doing basically amounts to what Hitler's brown shirts did. Um, It is interesting to note. I don't know if this this article says it or not. I read a couple of different articles on it, but um, he's been put He The FBI agent that is the whistleblower has been taken off of all of his duties. They've been really so he still works for the FBI. They can't fire him because I believe whistleblower protection laws and stuff but um, he doesn't have any active cases that he's working right now he's been
1: relieved of all of his cases i wonder if that's jim i heard he became a whistleblower that was Maybe. Our, that's our fbi agent <laughs> our FBI agent.
2: <laughs> so yeah, right it made it to you know the house so via the house judiciary gop the fbi whistleblower described how a manipulative practice by the fbi overstates the domestic violent extremism threat nationwide by categorizing January sixth related cases as originating in field offices around the country, rather than stemming from a single black Swan incident. And of course, this is the same thing that we saw during the, um, the school board meetings and stuff where they were classifying parents as domestic violent extremists. Yeah. And so that letter that, you know, the DOJ wrote, that Merrick Garland was that Merritt Garland wrote and submitted is kind of, I think what started all of this. And so our FD or FBI and our DOJ are working inclusion with one another to basically take out political enemies. So it's um, Jim Jordan's talking about it. You know, he joined Tucker Carlson to discuss latest corruption from inside the halls of the FBI.
1: Oh, do I have a video on that?
2: Um, I think there is a short video. I don't know how long it is. So if you want to play it, you can. It's on the
1: bottom. Oh, geez, I'm lost. Um, where is it in relation to this article?
2: It's in the article. It's all the way at the bottom.
1: Oh, maybe I'm thinking of something else. I think we have another Tucker clip.
2: And I haven't watched this clip, so I don't know if you could share sound,
1: Fantastic. Oh, I don't want to play it. this. It's just too long. Oh, is it too yeah, long? Yeah, that's okay. Okay. We could share it with y'all later. Yeah.
2: I didn't know how long it was. I Like I said, I didn't watch it this morning.
1: Yeah, that's all good. Here we go. Um, Bexer County, Texas Sheriff, opens criminal investigation into Florida Governor Ron DeSantis' operation, sending illegal illegals to Martha's Vineyard. This is insane. I saw this yesterday and the sheriff put a video out. Um I believe this is the video. Oh. Oh, this is formatting's terrible, isn't it?
2: It's weird. All right.
1: Here, let me find a better one. Sorry. Um
2: Oh, you're fine. I didn't yeah, even know the. But he's basically saying that um, he that DeSantis manipulated and coerced people into going to Florida specifically for the purpose of sending them to Martha's Vineyard.
1: Yeah, they're like they offered them money and jobs, and then they paid one illegal to round up about thirty others, and then they put them on a bus to Florida, and then they flew them to Martha's Vineyard and and uh, stranded them. And stranded them and just left them there only for a photo op. And we're investigating. And Ron DeSantis is probably a human trafficker. But don't look at Joe Biden, the actual real largest human trafficker in the world, probably. And anyway, yeah, it's baloney. That's it in a nutshell. I don't even have to find the I don't even that's the video.
2: Yeah. You know, it is. Inter- it brings up an interesting question, though, right?
1: Of About sheriffs? Where,
2: yes, about sheriffs and the power that they have. Because we know that they're the ultimate authority when it comes to their counties. Um, and they're in the United States are considered the top law enforcement because they're an elected official. But did you know, and I learned this this morning, that not all states have sheriffs?
1: I, did, I didn't know that.
2: Yep. Apparently it's written into the state constitution. It typically was a more Southern thing and then as the united states expanded west more and more states that were moved westwards adopted that standard but the northern countries actually were using constables which yes northern states were using constables which are kind of more along the lines of your state police i guess that report to your state legislatures okay but they're not elected officials are appointed from what I can understand. They don't know a whole lot about constables, so maybe I'm wrong. Um, But yeah, with sheriffs, I was led to believe that, and of course each state is going to have different rules as far as how they're, it's going to depend on how the constitution of the state is written. So, and what powers the state grants them. So it's interesting to look at this, because obviously one is going to think that this sheriff only has jurisdiction in texas first of all and then on top of that whatever county he's the sheriff of
1: if that's the case which i think may be then this is all just a big show yeah right
2: yeah exactly because he can't he has no jurisdiction in Florida. I mean, the only thing that he could theoretically do, it would be if Ron DeSantis went to Bexar County in Texas, he would be able to arrest him for being there, I guess. Sure. Um, I wonder... If he had reasonable cause hmm. for something that he did to break the law.
1: Yeah, I think. But
2: that's... he's just not going to have jurisdiction outside of that. And I was like, why is this even something that's being talked about? you know, or tension brought to
1: it. And they can't Um, set that. They can't set the precedent of what Reverend, what Ron DeSantis did because they'll screw over a lot of themselves because that's exactly what they're hmm. doing is they're busing migrants around constantly. Um, it's just, nobody's holding them accountable yet. So hello. I know.
2: So it's not like he can go to Florida and be like, I found you guilty of a crime in Texas. I'm arresting you. Right. you know he would have to bring another law enforcement for that and, and, and it just brings up a whole slew of legal issues that you could potentially run into from state to state and then you're bringing in federal law enforcement and it's a mess so yeah i guess i honestly just, think he's just posturing it's just sheriff. a witch
1: hunt it's just bad pr
2: yep yep
1: it's what they do fake news yeah.
2: Exactly.
1: Well, but Just we'll see. as an FYI,
2: there yeah. are I believe only three states that don't have sheriffs. Okay. And they're all they're all northeastern United States.
1: Interesting. Okay. But there is
2: only like three.
1: Very interesting. I learned something new today.
2: Yeah. So did I. I thought that there were sheriffs in every state. Apparently, I was wrong. There are three that they don't they have constables.
1: All right, we have but another. Most,
2: most of the states
1: do another DeSantis thing here. You want to take this one away? The East Coast liberals. Sure,
2: East Coast liberals are in a tizzy. Governor DeSantis sends a plane load of illegal migrants to Georgetown via Biden's beach town. Mm. So you know, DeSantis really could care less what this Texas sheriff <laughs> is saying about it. He's like, screw you. <laughs> So it says, the recent garbage lawsuit by far left Texas sheriff has not moved Governor Ron DeSantis to continue to fly Biden's illegal aliens to Democrat enclaves. Democrats hate being exposed for their failures. It exposes their intolerance and systemic racism. Last night, leftist troll Judd Lagoom tweeted out a flight schedule out of Florida to Joe Biden's island home. The flight is scheduled to leave San Antonio to Florida to a small airport airport by Joe Biden's beach home. So maybe he is actually coercing him out of (laughs) Texas. So it might be true he's doing this, which is on a whole other level of epic awesomeness, in my opinion. (laughs) So it says he may have been onto something but may have confused the plane's final destination. It looks like Georgetown is on the map of destinations today. (laughs) these east coast liberal hypocrites must be wondering are we next (laughs) so you know Uh... i not that i agree with this but from what i can gather and what i've heard and i don't know how true it is i haven't done a ton of research into it but they're saying that they can't actually be taken back to mexico
1: so um, yeah
2: true Um, with what whatever biden's done i think it has to
1: do with if they claim if they say the magic words of i'm seeking asylum or whatever they say then they're
2: refugees morally speaking
1: we're obligated obligated to do whatever we say we'll do under joe biden's bullshit right with the so
2: you know um i guess in place of that the best the next best thing is to send them to these liberal um places where the elites
1: hang out right well yeah so. because their mission i think a lot of these people are likely paid to destroy crap to commit crimes to deal drugs to send money back home and well, to, to it's not good a lot of it's not good and a lot of hmm. them are fighting aged males
2: yeah, exactly they, that i was going to say they're army they're military it's basically they're creating a new military. I also read an article this morning that said that um for every four American births, there are three illegal immigrants that come in.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So yeah, for every US citizen, every four U.S. citizens that are born, there are three illegals that come in. That's a lot. I mean, wow. we're now You know, it's, he's doing this because if we do end up, let's say winning in November and we manage to get the presidency back, which I don't know what's going to happen with that, right? But what are we going to do with all these people? Is there going to be any way to round any of them up and send them back? I don't think there is. And that's the problem Mm. is that the devastation that's been done to our country because of this unchecked. Flood infiltration into our country it's going to take I don't even know what it would take well, to fix
1: it it's not happening overnight and I yeah. think it might be a more complicated process to undo it so yeah. with that said at this point it would probably take years and years and years to undo any of the illegal immigration that we've uh, experienced over the last two years yep I would agree. Yeah, it's. I just
2: i i see this being a decades long problem. You
1: know. Yeah, it's probably going to have an everlasting effect. (laughs) Really.
2: Yep, and you know the other thing you have to look at too is none of these people are vaccinated, right? And so I don't know. Some of them. We all know. Some of them, yeah, some of them maybe, but I would guess they're not testing them. they're no, not. They're not, they're not force vaccinating them.
1: Anybody could come over.
2: And so, what is if you look at fertility rates?
1: They're more fertile you, than the vaccinated here.
2: Americans, in theory. And yeah. so, what's going to happen to our country? I mean, really, what they're doing is they're trying to erase white people and. Most likely black people replace them. I mean, they're trying to, and and maybe it's not a color thing at all. Maybe it's just an American thing. Maybe they're just trying to erase Americans. Um, But yeah, these people are going to be, if they're not vaccinated and there's a good portion of the United States that is, then these people are going to be much more fertile than normal Americans. And so you're going to see a population shift through the decades.
1: Ooh, this is wild. All right, let's move on here. Oh, this is terrible. Chinese biotech firm with deep links to China's military and its COVID-19 program just bought land in Florida for a massive research complex. Chinese biotech firm. I think Josh might have covered this last night. One thing I found interesting. Maybe not. I don't know. I thought I... I don't know, but (laughs) one weird, one thing that stuck out to me in here was that they said something about monkeys. Yeah. In July, 2022, a Chinese biological research company, J O I N N laboratories, bought 1400 acres of rural, rural farmland in Morriston, Florida, primarily for a non-human primate monkey breeding and quarantine facility. Current law prohibits the construction of such a facility on that property, but JOINN Laboratories is filing a rezoning request with the state of Florida. What is not widely known is Join Laboratories' close connection. They have close connections to China's People's Liberation Army and what is arguably its bio bio-warf- warfare program. Wow. Yeah,
2: that's some scary stuff right there.
1: Yeah. That's pretty, yeah.
2: It does say in here, um, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis told Fox News in June that it was a huge problem that Chinese companies were stepping in to purchase farmland in his state. He said, I think the problem in these companies is these companies have ties to CCP and it's not always apparent on the face of whatever a company is doing. And he's right. And so honestly, in my opinion, Nobody should be allowed to buy any land in our country unless you're a citizen.
1: Yeah, and I was looking up, I think yesterday you said, I don't know what the case is with us buying land in China. I briefly looked into it this morning, and I think there are a couple ways you could do it if you have a business there or certain uh, legalities with um, getting involved in that kind of way. Right. You can, but who knows what kind of what who has to go through and who has to give you a thumbs up you know
2: right china though from my understanding um pretty much the government runs owns or runs everything so if you were gonna buy land in china and start a business over there it
1: might be like leasing the land
2: (laughs) right i don't know because they're not going to give up their own their land to foreigners.
1: you mean i can't build a monkey laboratory in china
2: Probably not. Not without the Chinese government getting involved or the Chinese military.
1: Yeah, they're like, Let's and why we're allowing weapons.
2: that? I don't know. And it's interest. It'd be interesting to look into what other countries, you know, allow or don't allow. Like if you go to Canada, you know, could foreign co- companies buy land? And and I I think. uh I think that there are some Chinese owned companies in Canada.
1: But I could There be has wrong. to be. There has to be.
2: But I don't I think imagine. like you're you're never gonna get away with that in like Russia. Like as an American you can't buy land in Russia. No as an American company or, there's no way. Wait,
1: maybe. I don't know. But no a lot of other I, countries are very restrictive on that kind of stuff.
2: Um, Russia, you can't because I was like, hmm, I'm just curious what's it take to become a Russian citizen? No, yeah, I know. They can't. won't allow you. You can't, as an, as an American company, you can't buy land over there. You're not allowed to own anything. Like, they will allow you to come visit, but that's all you can do.
1: Wow. Yeah. All you're right. not buying anything unless you're Russian. <laughs> that's so. interesting. Yeah. But uh, I mean, look what it's given them, though. They are independent and uh, opposing the globalists to some extent, so that's interesting. I guess it paid off for them so far. Uh we have twenty minutes left. We're gonna go I'm gonna start doing a hard stop at nine thirty. So with our remaining stories, let's kinda pick and choose what we want to cover. Just I'll let you kinda help me do that. But I do wanna read real quick, you guys um sent Jenica sent a donation, a diamond, and said here kitty kitty, Kevin, where are you kitty kitty? Yeah, Kevin is not here right now. Luckily, he's uh he's at the house inside. He's napping. So he's not going to be <laughs> bothering us uh, unless I bring him to the studio. Oh,
2: poor Kevin.
1: But, yeah, Kevin's my cat. Anyway, thank you for the donation, you guys. Those things really do help us keep going and keep our doors open and get equipment and travel costs paid for and things produced and a lot of the back end costs of running a show. So we really do appreciate it. You guys, thank you so much. Um, all right. With that said, let's move on. I don't see anything. I don't see any other donations, but thank you guys. I'll keep my eye out and uh, read any, any messages that come through. Um, do you want to jump to what store do you want to want to jump to?
2: Um, I was looking at the, the stuff that's regarding Russia, Ukraine, Putin to give major speech on Ukraine referendums. They're actually looking at these referendums have to do with, I believe, annexing the parts of Ukraine.
1: Do you want to look at the R- Yeah, the RBC article.
2: Yeah, we can. Whichever.
1: Yeah, I thought this one was really good.
2: Yeah.
1: I hope it's not in Russian.
2: Oh, I've got mine in English. If you want. I can just read it. I managed to figure out how to translate mine. Yeah, I got it. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah, you could take this one away if you want. All right.
2: Kremlin plans Putin's statement on referendums. Vladimir Putin on Tuesday, September 20th, may express his attitude towards referendums in the territory of the LPR, DPR, Kherson, and Zaporizhzhia regions. President Vladimir Putin may speak on Tuesday. Uh, okay
1: today rbc was
2: told today yeah rbc was told about this by three sources close to the presidential administration the speech is expected before the end of the day what exactly the head of state will say is unknown to rbc's interlocutors rbc sent a request to presidential press secretary dmitry peskov um so this is interesting
1: sorry go ahead oh
2: sorry on September 20th, representative of the LPR and DPR announced that referendums in these territories will be held from September 23rd to the 27th in order to ensure conditions for the exercise by referendum participants of their right to vote and security for referendum participants, members of referendum commissions, observers, media representatives to determine the days of voting in the referendum from 923 to 927 to so the chairman of the People's Council of the LPR, Denise Maryshenko. He clarified that the following question would be put to the referendum. Are you in favor of the LPR joining Russia as a subject of Russia? The results of the referendum are scheduled to be announced no later than five days after the vote. The head of the DPR, Denis Pushilin, introduced a bill on a referendum on joining the Russian Federation as a subject. And asked the deputies to support it. Pushilin also appealed to the president of Russia with a request to consider the issue of the Republic joining Russia as soon as possible. If this is supported by the residents of the DPR in a referendum. So basically they're going to vote on whether they want to become part of Russia or stay part of Ukraine.
1: Yeah. And um, it looks like they're pretty optimistic. I think a lot are going to go for yeah. Russia's protection and becoming a part of Russia.
2: Yeah, exactly. So that's what they're doing. And I know that Russia has already told Ukraine or the Ukrainian people that if they are interested in becoming russian citizens they will fast track their um immigration applications
1: yeah and they're like better putin's a human trafficker oh you can't do that but but there's sub ukrainians that are saying i'm gonna do that
2: there are there are quite a lot Because we we have to remember that Ukraine and Russia used to all be part of the USSR. And so when that split apart, for a very long time, they never actually finalized um, defining the borders between Russia and Ukraine. So a lot of these people that live in these regions are of Russian descent um, and have been are considered to be Russian. That's what they're considered to be Russian. And so um, I don't know. And we do know that there's been some biological testing and stuff on the Ukrainians that are of Russian descent. So there must be some, and I don't know a whole lot about the history of this region, but it sounds like if that's the case, that there must be different ethnic Backgrounds or subsets that are living in the same area. I don't know. But I do think that there are a lot of people who are looking to Russia right now for protection from their own government of Ukraine.
1: Yeah. And Zero Hedge wrote an article on this as well Mm
2: -hmm.
1: titled Series of Occupied Ukraine Regions Set Referendums as Russia Prepares National Mobilization. They covered basically the same thing. I don't think we need to go through it, especially being tight on time. But um, this is really interesting. This is big. And I think there's going to be a response from Ukraine and the people supplying Ukraine with weapons and whatnot, um, U.S. and Europe. Yeah. Uh, It's going to be interesting. And yesterday or the day before, Putin came out and said, look, if you guys acquire Ukraine— if 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 Ukraine acquires missiles capable of hitting further into Russia, that's the new red line. That or not the new red line. That is the red line, and we are not gonna, we're not yeah. gonna go for that. So it's really escalating, and they're they're stepping, they're laying that um, expectation out for Ukraine, and it doesn't appear they're stopping. So really, this could escalate quickly. Um, well, the other
2: thing they're doing too is working with China,
1: and it sounds or- to me- oh Russia, no Russia, right.
2: It sounds like they're looking to bring even Iran. And I know that that's on their monetary system too, but the way that they, there was, I don't remember what article it was that I read, made it sound like they were looking to bring, potentially bring Iran in to work with them. Yes. uh, Militarily as well.
1: Yeah. As part of the BRICS nations.
2: Well, no, this was separate from BRICS because BRICS is more of the economic side of things.
1: Oh, this uh, is more of a military agreement yes. or like a protection yeah. status? Like a military alliance.
2: military alliance, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Which I found kind of interesting. China and I think – and Karen, this goes back to the Iran nuclear deal that we were trying to – that Biden was trying to negotiate with Iran and the fact that it was a secret agreement that was actually negotiated between Russia and Iran for the U.S., and the u.s had to sign it and this is part of what stalled out on this is that it was written up and america the american congress didn't know what it said and they were told you 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 sign this and we've got a deal you don't sign you have to basically sign it sight unseen wow which is part of the reason why the iran nuclear deal didn't go through was because there were too many people who were like yeah we don't know what's in that we're not
1: signing it that's how they do it internally with all of our crap right yeah exactly ridiculous oh very interesting what's going on over there so i expect or this week to be pretty uh eventful Mm -hmm. to say the least and we'll see we'll keep our eye on it and uh, of course we'll uh this is Already on Josh's radar, and I can't wait to hear how he's looking at this. Um, So, Putin also has accused uh, the European Union of blocking Russian fertilizer from reaching poorest countries. Which is a huge accusation. Basically, Putin's trying to supply fertilizer, and he's accusing the EU of blocking that effort, which is... Going Could cause starvation and whatnot, potentially, is a genocidal move. Why are they killing everybody, if this is true? Why? 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 Well, it's the globalist agenda. They want depopulation, apparently, for whatever crazy reason. Um, it's gross and sick. And I hope, if things turn around from here, that countries are able to help each other out. Because well,
2: oh, and he actually wants to donate the fertilizer, and wow. he's also talked about donating grain to some yeah. of the poorest countries. So, yeah. you know, this, this person they claim is such a bad guy,
1: it's pretty humanitarian. Doing
2: pretty, <laughs> right? I was say, he's doing some pretty humanitarian things.
1: Oh, my gosh, they don't.
2: I always tell my kid, actions speak louder than words.
1: Okay. Yeah, Putin's not a great guy. I'm not a Putin lover, as the left likes to say. Putin lover, Putin lover. No, Putin's a murderer. He's killed people. He's made decisions that a lot of world leaders make. I don't think he's a good guy. I do think that he is uh, one of the better people in the grand scheme of leaders in the world right now on the face, by the look of the face value of things, though. Uh, if, If Hitler came out, a hundred years ago and said, or, you know, about a hundred years ago and said, I want to donate X, Y, and Z to who X, Y, and Z. I don't think I would necessarily oppose that just because somebody's wrong or bad. And then they try to do something good. Does that mean we should shit all over it? No, let them change. Let them do something good. Fuck. I don't know how to kind of look at it anyway. I don't know where I'm going with this. That's all I guess.
2: Yeah, I just, I don't know whether Putin's a bad guy or a good guy. I honestly don't care. I think he's probably... <laughs> I mean, that's just my opinion. I just don't care.
1: <laughs> he cares about Russia. I'm not Russia. Russian, so... He's a Russia-first guy.
2: Yeah, he absolutely is. I Do I think he's a dictator? Yes. Do I, you know, I, I think... Is he going to kill other people around the world to protect Russians? Yes. does that make him a bad guy i guess it depends on how you look at it i kind of take
1: it it's like people don't look at it's weird when you look back at history and you look back (laughs) at what's happened we idolize napoleon napoleon was a brutal murderer and colonizer or whatever but people are like oh it's wonderful it's like we look at a lot of these historical leaders as good and um
2: ask the british how they feel about napoleon mm. i mean just saying I, I you know just because the united states allied with napoleon bonaparte you know prior to the revolution during the revolution and stuff um governments all over the world create allies and alliances with one another and then things change you know france yeah. right now is basically in an alliance with Great Britain through NATO and the UN and yeah. things like that. Um, they've had some of the bloodiest battles together, the French and the English. And a lot yeah. of times,
1: history. when we look back in history that far, we don't talk about the deaths and as, as um, like a really huge thing. We don't talk about the negative consequences that. In a time of today, when it happens and it's happening, it's a huge deal and it's very um, sad and deep. After a certain amount of time, that like that fades away. I don't know how long it takes, if it's 150 years, 200 years, but it becomes a, a statistic and it's forgotten. I'm not trying to justify the killing or no. the negative the aspects of how the world operates, but it does come into question because good people do do bad things. Um, and, and what are you gonna think about well hold on my main point here how many deaths are justified by certain results? So like if we what? could have if we could have peace for a thousand years but had to make a sacrifice or in order for that to occur a certain number of people had to suffer is that worth it at all if one person had to suffer is it worth it at all if a thousand people had to suffer and somebody has to make these decisions
2: right. Well, and those are very good moral questions that people ask, and it depends on the perspective you're looking at it from, yeah. and where you stand in that scheme of things. If you're one of the people, if if you know you're one of the people that are going to suffer, are you going to be like, yeah, it's totally worth it? Yeah, you know, no? versus being standing on the outside, knowing that you're not one of those people that's ever going to suffer, your family is never going to suffer, then it might look more worth it to you. You know, um, I guarantee you that most Russians probably think that the United States is nothing but a terrorist organization and that we're terrible. Does that mean that they hate American citizens? Not necessarily Not any more than, you know, Americans hate Russian citizens, right? We don't really have any control over where we're born. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't mean that they're going to look at our government the same way.
1: I get along with know? all the Russians I know are good people. And Ukrainians.
2: I, yeah, I've I don't have a problem with anybody. And, you know, you... It, it doesn't matter where you go in this world um you've got good people and you've got bad people and you've got governments who are going to either benefit their citizens or they're going to do you know try to benefit some greater what they feel is a greater alliance in this case it's the world economic forum or whatever wow one world government so it's all in perspective. Yeah, it's really I, what it what it boils down
1: to. I like to think about that kind of thing from time to time. It's just, uh, I guess, kind of a philosophical philosophical question, and it is. there's no right answer. It's just, no, it's really a good, I think it, that's an interesting mental exercise, and to put things into perspective while we live through these. It's, you know
2: suffering is part of the human experience.
1: It is. Yeah, Right, wrong, or indifferent. mm -hmm. Man. So interesting, man. Yeah. Uh, Maybe if the
2: aliens would come down
1: and... (laughs) There are alien sighting increases, and then I saw that... The Navy wants
2: to uh, not release any more UFO footage and (laughs)
1: stuff. I read that this morning, too. Holy crap. They're like, we can't release any more UFO stuff. It's... Uh, risk to our national security. Yeah. Something's up with this UFO stuff. I'm telling you, we've been just. I,
2: you know, Josh called it a couple months ago, and I think I tend to agree with him. Um, it's going to be a fake alien invasion thing. That's what they're doing. They released Project. all this stuff, and they're like, oh, Project Blue Book? Blue Beam. Blue Beam. That's what it was. I thought it was Blue Book. Maybe it's Blue Beam. No, that's the name of a TV show, huh? Project Blue Book.
1: I, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, the Fakerland um, invasion.
2: But yeah, it's it'll be interesting. <laughs> I I definitely think that the next couple months have some big things in store.
1: Man, I what think the next that one looks week. Like
2: that, uh, Today. What do you just out of curiosity? I know we got just a few minutes left. What do yeah. you think of this whole September twenty third, twenty fourth thing? Have you seen anything on that? There's yeah. been a lot of speculation on it.
1: Yeah, I, something could happen. Uh, I don't know. Um, the accuracy of the translation of who said it? Somebody in Russia.
2: Well, so there's a, been a lot, a lot of movies and oh. a lot of different things that reference the 23rd. I or thought 24th. somebody in Russia
1: said that this day will be remembered.
2: Well, that so the so you've got a bunch of things going on. So you've got Russia or Ukraine is having their referendum thing, the 23rd to the 27th. Yeah. There's a ton of movies that reference things happening through the 23rd um, and 24th.
1: Something could happen. That list that originally came out, there were some inaccuracies, and I think they updated it later. But basically, yeah. what it is for those of you who don't know is a list of movies where uh, disastrous events occurred on the 23rd. Just like mm-hmm. a list of like a bunch of movies. It's really interesting. Um, it was. I'm not. Gonna, I don't know what to make of it, but I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't bet the house on it. But no,
2: I it's wouldn't it. It's just interesting. But there are a lot of things that are happening
1: that... Um... Oh, the German Chancellor said it. Thank you, Jonathan.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah. Who knows? So, I have no idea, crazy. but let's see. We'll cover it when it does happen. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Right?
2: The um, 23rd is just around the corner. Who will be Friday Funnies. <laughs> three days.
1: Oh, yeah, you guys. Tune in on Friday. That's when we gather all of the memes from the week that relate to the news from the week. And we'd laugh our asses off and we make fun of them. We'd and laugh. we laugh at ourselves as well. Um, if you do have memes, share them over there on uh, Social Red Pill, our private social network, socialredpill.com. Andrea and I are both there. You can send us private messages as well as Joshua Reed. So get over there. Why are you not there yet? Oh, my goodness. Free to join, right. socialredpill.com. Let's go. Let's go and you keep up to date with everything we're doing. You share your personal things, news, stay up to date. It's a good time. We'd love to see you there. Uh, Andrea, do you have any, any final messages for the wonderful Pill family?
2: Uh, you know, just stay, stay on top of things, you know, do everything you can to gain as many skills as you can. And as much knowledge as you can, uh, knowledge is power. And, If the world
1: goes to shit, then you can at least be able to take care of yourself. Amen. And I'll take that advice as well, Andrea. I think that is very important. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us and Andrea, thank you so much for going through it with me this morning. Um, We will be back again tomorrow. Same bat place, same bat time, 830 AM Pacific here for the next edition of morning coffee before that though this afternoon we have mick and v lin's show so you could tune into that on d live uh and everywhere else they stream if you're interested for an afternoon update on what's going on and then tonight tune in 5 30 p.m pacific to joshua reeds the daily dose going over the unfolding global conspiracy the news and events of the day and much much more uh look forward i look forward to seeing you guys there uh, I may co-host tonight. I'm not sure, but we will play it by ear and find out. Thank you all so much for joining us and being so supportive with everything we do here at the red pill project. We greatly appreciate it and God speed everybody.
2: I guess.